0: Get bite-sized morsels and tidbits from our industrial organizational psychologists, other experts, and the latest research on the workplace to boost your organization's effectiveness. Sign up now at That's seboc.com. That's dot com to engage with our community, gain a sense of belonging, access our other media, and get rapid advice from our experts. Don't forget to check out our corporate, career boost, Recruiter and even student memberships at seabok.com.
1: This is Dr. Jeremy Lookaball. I'm an industrial organizational psychology consultant. Seabock.com is the web address. You can also visit my company's web address at turnboot.com. That's turnboot.com. Found something here on the web. Title of this article is Ten Shockingly Common Workplace Challenges impacting your business looks like a den published article chief empathy officer dan Tromater. 10 shockingly common workplace challenges impacting your business so the author of this article states number one is communication or lack thereof by now if you've heard this podcast before you know that i like to think about different ways of looking at things i like to see what's out there see what's commonplace and think how can we make things better how can we do things better instead of going round and round and round like a hamster on a wheel of course yes communication lack thereof the author states quote one powerful tool i share in my workshops is to use these three words tell me more While it's useful when you don't understand, this phrase is especially helpful when you think you know what your colleague means or is trying to express. Okay, that's a a good start. I would say 30% effective. There's much more effective ways, and I will tell you what they are. There's only so many times you can say, tell me more before the person on the other end says, what else do you want me to say? There's a frustration level. Could you imagine, uh, you know, you're talking and somebody says, tell me more. The first time, wow, good. They want, they want me to continue talking. This is great. They want to hear more. But then you stop and then you say, tell me more. And then it's, uh, okay, you can probably get you know, one more time. You can probably keep talking and explaining a little better. I'm going to say that this is bad advice. I don't like this phrase, tell me more. Maybe once, but after once, no. I would refrain from it altogether, and here's why. There are more powerful tools. Here's the easiest tool you can use. Silence. Not kidding. I call it the six second rule. Pause this podcast, go have a conversation with someone. When they're talking, and they stop talking, and it's your turn to talk, count to six seconds. Six seconds is a long time. That, my friends, was six seconds. I guarantee they will keep talking. Will it be awkward? For them, that's why they keep talking. So instead of tell me more, allow people to get their thoughts out naturally. They're going to assume that you need clarification anyway. So sometimes silence can be your best friend. And I have two or three more tips that you can use in addition to or instead of silence. I'll tell you a story. I was coaching, training a group of mid-level managers in a corporate setting, and we were on day three of a communication workshop that I do. I had taught this six-second rule the week before to this class, and we reconvened the following week for the last session. I was reviewing the six-second rule, and a very enthusiastic attendee raised her hand, and she said, I have to tell the class this story. This is how powerful the six second rule is she was at her house her daughter was upstairs she simply needed let's call her susan susan simply needed a box brought up from from the basement and she wanted her daughter to help her bring the box up so she calls her daughter down her daughter comes running down the stairs Susan can't get the words out of her mouth because she, did, she got distracted. What she wanted to say was, hey, can you help me get this box from downstairs? But instead, she said she just froze for some reason and nothing came out. Well, six seconds went by with silence. Her daughter responded to that six seconds of silence with, Mom, don't be mad. I didn't mean to do it. I'll tell you everything that happened and I'm really sorry. It turns out that her daughter and her friend stole her daughter's friend's dad's car and got into a fender bender. So that's how powerful the six second rule is. Susan just wanted a box brought up from downstairs. She called her daughter down, wanted to say, can you help me? Couldn't get the words out daughter spills the beans because of that six seconds so again here we don't use things to be manipulative we don't do things in a manipulative way rather we do things to lead conversations to a place better than where they are normally headed that example shows you of the power of this six second rule we use the six second rule to allow people everyone take a breath take a deep breath. Take a deep breath, in all the way. All right, now let it out. All the way, all the way, all the way. Now when you've let it all out, finish it. Get that last tiny little breath out of, out of your lungs. That's what the six second rule does. It allows people to feel understood, have the more, better chance of feeling heard because they finally got everything out. Normally we get interrupted when we're speaking. And when we're interrupted, we can't process information. Think about gossip. Think about these stories we tell on a day to day basis. Whether you, you know, spilled your coffee all over your lap, you never really get a chance to share the whole story if you're telling it because you're going to be interrupted with, oh my gosh, was it hot? I get the need for social interaction and the little dance that we do, it's important. It's important to build those relationships in that way. There's a better way to do it. Especially when you're trying to see things at a different level. When you're trying to understand things better. And most importantly, this. When you're trying to tell a story to someone and you're trying to process an event. When you're trying to process an event, this normal back and forth in order to socially understand norms, it's not going to work. It's got to be done on a different way on this six second rule there are cautions rather maybe not so much cautions but things you need to be aware of the six second rule works differently for the different type of people that you are speaking with more often than not when you employ the six second rule again someone else is talking and they stop and it's your turn Air quotes here to start talking, you don't say anything. You just wait six seconds. Now, the person that was previously talking more often than not will think, uh oh, I said something wrong, or is this person mad at me? I need to clarify what I meant. Other people that, that you talk with, if, if you're talking to someone who's very quiet, likes to process in their head, they're a deep thinker, they're, they're very cerebral, they're very conscious, they're very, they calculate that person is going to take your silence as a time to think and that's going to be a beautiful thing to them so in this case the six second rule can act as a relationship builder because you're giving that person the time they need to think the other person we all know all these people who are very fast paced they're dominant in conversations if you are use the six second rule with them their response in their head is oh i guess it's my to talk again so they'll keep talking and talking and talking and there's sometimes when an interruption is needed so the six second rule can help people this is why you use it the six second rule is used instead of tell me more it simply gives the opportunity for a person to continue that thought and think about things on a different level to process what they are talking about to add closure and clarity of thought to themselves right because again be an effective leader of communication we are not worried about how we need to understand something our biggest concern is how we can help others understand something give them clarity so that is our goal when we're leading effective communication how can we give this person clarity on an event help them process a concept think about a project and give them closure if needed that's our goal so sometimes when you use the six-second rule you'll either be met with I guess it's my turn to keep talking or oops did I say something wrong maybe I need to clarify or I'm glad there's silence now I can continue to think about this and to process this and then next Next, we have something that are called probing questions, probing questions. So the author of this particular article says he likes to use and teach, tell me more. I disagree. I like number one, the six second rule for silence. You're going to use empathy. So instead of tell me more, tell me more, you use phrases simply like, You either repeat back what they say so that they feel understood and that you're getting a sense of clarity of what they're saying, or you simply say, it it sounds like you really thought about that a lot. It sounds like you really studied this. It sounds like you looked in this in, in many ways. It sounds like you are really trying to develop this skill. Then you... Incorporate, you know, these what and how questions. So, tell me more, which the author of this article says is what he what, what he likes to share with his uh, people in his workshops. When you can when you can use this combination of the six second rule, empathy, and these questions that begin mostly with how and what, and then you can use these reflective statements. That's how you get someone to to continue talking. Let's say that one of your employees comes to you and they want to discuss, you know, the, the, the problem that they're facing is they want to talk to you because they feel you've become aloof as a boss and more distant and you're struggling in, in some different areas because of this uh, move to, to the remote workplace. So they don't, obviously it's most employees won't come to you and say, hey, you've been aloof and X, Y, Z. But let's say you hear from someone else. That the employee is having a couple of issues, and you being the great boss that you are, say, Oh man, you know, I'm, I'm gonna let's go talk to this uh, employee. So you have a conversation with your employee. Now, instead of, you know, tell me more, tell me more, tell me more, tell me more, the conversation w- would, would go better if it was more like this. You get the, the person engaged in the conversation, and let's say that the, the employee shares that their motivation isn't exactly what it what it used to be so let's say the person you say how's your motivation these days and they say that's oh, not what it used to be not what it used to be no you know the whole move to the remote work distance it i feel distant from everyone you know I'm a, I'm a people person but i feel like i'm not getting that that interaction from the the people that i would like to get the interaction from. You might say, sounds, sounds frustrating. Sounds like this move has thrown you for a little bit of a loop and your motivation used to come from the, the, that interaction and now you've lost a part of that. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, you might think that sounds a little silly, but if you're on the other end, if you're on the receiving end of that, that's a, that's a sigh of relief for that employee. So that employee might say, "Yes, yes, that, that's that's exactly it." You might respond, "Am I one of those people?" Yeah, you know the employee might say, "Yeah, you know I've didn't want to say anything because I know you're busy, and I know that you and I had used to have a, a closer relationship, and I, you know, I, I've didn't want to bother you." because of my problem that i feel like i need more interaction with other people and you included and you simply say sounds like you really have my best interest at heart this will make your employee feel very heard and understood take a pause here and take a side note many people are afraid to use these communication techniques because they're awkward at first and they don't feel natural. But I ask you this, what's natural about what's what's unnatural about staying silent for a couple seconds? What's unnatural about reflecting back to a person to make sure that they feel heard and understood? I would say that a lot of things that we do already, knee-jerk reaction, those are the unnatural things somewhere along the lines i think we've fallen off our ability to be effective at communication i once had a gentleman in one of my workshops come back after for a second day of a communication class and i said hey has anyone tried these communication techniques at home and this gentleman said yeah you know uh, i tried these some of these techniques with my wife Uh, i tried these uh, empathy statements and and the right questions using what and how, and I tried the six-second rule. And then, so I used the six-second rule, and he just continued. She said, why are you being so weird? And he continued to say, it was like I got caught. So here's my response to that situation. The next time you're being an effective communicator, and somebody says, why are you talking this way? Simply say, I'm working on being a better communicator. And they'll say, oh. And then you respond with, is it helpful? Well, yeah. Should I stop? No, no, you can keep doing it. That's how the conversation really goes. So off of that side note, we were back at when... You said, hey, to your employee, it sounds like you really have my best interest at heart. That's what, so the employee is now opening up. They feel comfortable. This is a great, uh, a great interaction. And keep in mind, so far, this little role play skit between you and the employee has gone on for about 60 seconds. These kinds of things don't take a lot of time. I'm a huge fan of using techniques that you can you can employ in the workplace that you can employ in your personal life, uh, at work, at home, with friends, that take less than you know five minutes, and really using these effective communication techniques, ten to fifteen minutes per week can do absolute wonders. I'm a big fan of being uh, keeping in mind the time presses that people have. These constant pull-away tasks that people need to attend to throughout the day. The next time that you're speaking with someone, simply repeat what they say. It sounds like, try to think what they are thinking in their head and what they're feeling. Now, again, back to the author says, use the words, tell me more. I would say to review the six-second rule for silence, repeat back some phrases and use it sounds like it seems like and the last thing is you want to use questions that start with what and that start with how Avoid questions that start with why I know the popular thinking these days is always you know always start with why there's a book out there always start with why okay that, that's that's different the, the, we're talking about effective communication here why makes people become defensive why is not helpful so when you ask what and how questions that helps people think about things on a different level and helps them process things better so in this conversation with you and the employee who wants more of your time wants to uh, be more involved with other people that work because of the now remote workplace what if it, during this conversation you say to that employee what would more interaction with me look like? Wow. You just gave that person complete autonomy to tell you what it looks like in his or her perfect world. Now you're getting somewhere. You might say, after the, after that person tells you what more communication, what more interaction looks like to them, you might say, what would happen if we're, we're successful at this? What would happen if... I am more available to you and you do feel more supported. Then you're going to get, well, earlier we talked about my motivation not being that great, but I think it would skyrocket. These are basic principles, basic principles. They seem scary. They seem far off, but they are some of the simplest things that we can do. But they seem so against our knee-jerk reaction that... It seems that they'll be so tough. But again, let's break them back down. You know, tell me more that this author says to use. That's easy. That's, that's, we can all do that. That's how easy these techniques are. Also, I do believe that the ones I've shared here are much more effective. So the techniques to review are the six second rule. When it's time for, si- when it's time for you to talk in a conversation, choose not to be silent up to six seconds or longer i've done it longer it works every time it'll give the other person a chance to continue talking or if they don't continue talking it'll give them the chance to process the conversation number two reflect back what people say when in doubt take the last couple words of what someone says and just state it back to them someone comes to you and says I'm really frustrated about how this project went. You might say, how the project went? Very effective. They will continue to explain and to add clarity. The other thing is it sounds like it seems like. This is how you allow people to really feel that you're concerned about them and not you, and that you are really trying to give them a voice and an opportunity. And next, Ask questions that start with what and how. Avoid questions that start with why. Because asking a question that starts with why is a good way to make people become defensive and narrow their ability to think and to problem solve. Let's call this podcast part one of Common Workplace Challenges Impacting Your Business. The next podcast will continue... Looks like we only got to one of ten. Ooh, might be a good series. I like to keep things around 22 minutes for bite-sized morsels and tidbits.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Work Cookie, a Seabock podcast. Don't forget to sign up at seabock.com. That's S-E-B-O-C dot com to engage with our community gain a sense of belonging, access our other media, and get rapid advice from experts. Would it be a bad idea to make your most challenging workplace problems go away? Don't forget to check out our corporate, career boost, recruiter, and even student memberships at CBot.com.